welcome to Living Fearlessly, Free and Fulfilled. My name is Melissa A. Whittingy and I'm looking forward to sharing my tips and tricks so you can live a more fearless, free and fulfilled life. Welcome to episode two of this podcast. Um, So today I would love to share with you my thoughts about fear and how we can move through it. I've actually created a a model which is called facts and it's a way of moving through fear because I guess the thing with fear is that everybody feels it like it's just a part of life it's so normal and there have been many times in my life where I've felt fear and really it's just been my ability to be able to move through it that's allowed me to be where we are today uh, so if you're not familiar with me, uh, my name is Melissa A. Whittingy. I am a well-schooling mum of three children. I'm an author and a speaker. And currently we're living out in Vietnam, temporarily resident due to COVID because we actually sold everything to travel the world back in uh, February 2020. And so I guess, you know, with fear, it's something that I'm quite comfortable with. And I totally understand many people are not comfortable with it. So let's delve into fear and have a look at it. I guess the first part about fear is that, you know, it does, it makes you feel something. So sometimes there's a physical response. Um, You know, you can feel like an increase in heart rate or tightness in your body and it's okay. You know, I mean, I've woken up in the middle of the night with panic attacks. It's fine. You know, it's, it's okay to feel the things. But I guess why I've created this podcast the way that I have was that I see so many people preventing themselves from living an extraordinary life because of fear. And if it weren't for my ability to be able to work through fear, then I wouldn't really be able to do what we've been doing. So I guess uh, when I break down the acronym FACTS, is uh, step one is F. So feel and acknowledge the fear. Um, because the thing is, it's okay to feel fear. Like it's okay to say, oh my gosh, you know, we're going to sell everything, have no backstop, have a little bit of savings and go travel the world and attempt to do it for like one to two years and hope that we don't run out of money and hope that in the meantime, something will stick, you know? Um, that was our reality you know we didn't have a whole bunch of stuff to sell we didn't own a house we didn't own um, you know fancy cars or big investments we just sold the, the small amount of stuff that we had in our house which to be honest wasn't really that much um, and we did it anyway and so it was okay to acknowledge that yeah there were, it was scary like it actually really really was scary Um, And the thought of not having really a backup plan, like it was just savings and make something work while we were abroad. So, you know, um, it it was different. A lot of people don't do it like that. You know, people want to have a comfort zone. People want to have uh, everything in place to know that, that everything's going to be all right. But sometimes part of that is trusting. So number two is analyze and deconstruct that fear. Because I guess what we sometimes don't do is we feel fear, but then we never really dig deeper to understand it. And one thing that I love, and I might uh, try and drop a reference to the TED Talk that I'm referring to here. Um, There was a TED Talk by Tim Ferriss. So you might know him from the 4-Hour Workweek, but he actually talks 
about uh, fear setting, which I absolutely love. And, and part of that is absolutely analyzing and deconstructing the fear because quite often our biggest fears are just something that we imagine. It's not anything real. And so, you know, um, what happens is that we think of all these ideas and things of what we're afraid of and we let that get in the way. So for instance, my husband's biggest fear was that we were going to run out of money, not make any more and end up homeless. So I would love to think more on that and like, you know, thinking about how, you know, that the reality of that, like what's the likelihood of doing that? That is the analyze part because in reality, we're not the first family to sell everything and not have a ton of money and travel the world. We're not the first family to say we're going to go abroad for a year. Some families even just say six months and then end up going for a lot longer. And so part of analyzing it is to really go and explore and find other people or examples where people have successfully done it. Because what you're going to find is probably what you think is your worst case scenario is probably actually not that likely. And then as you realize when you do this analysis of your fear, you start to see, okay, so that's probably in all likelihood not going to happen. And then you can work on something else that you might be worried about. Um, you know, you, or you can also look at how you can mitigate that risk. So like, for example, when we were back in New Zealand, we had no idea how you would mitigate the risk of, you know, what happens if you run out of money. Since we've been here, we've found, you know, like, plenty of opportunities for jobs abroad and you know you we ended up getting like um English language as a second English as a second language teaching um qualifications just as a backstop if we needed it um you know things always drop in and that's the thing it's um when you're looking only at the fear side of things sometimes it just holds you back and I guess the other part to analyzing deconstructing the fear is also to look at what you miss out on if you're not going to go and do the thing anyway. Like what is it that, what is the potential cost of not going after and doing the thing that scares you? Because quite often if you're stopping yourself from doing the thing, then you're actually got a lot more at stake than going and doing the thing. Like in reality, you know, if worst case scenario ever happened and we did run out of money and we had to go home, we've still lived abroad for 12 months. We've still got incredible experiences. Um, I know for a fact that's not going to happen now. But, you know, it's, it's about, you know, if we just sat at home thinking about that and letting that stop us and let us go, okay, well, we need, we need 40 grand in the account now. Okay, no, no, now we need 60 grand because that's not going to be enough to cover us for two years. Okay, now we need 100 grand. Like there's always going to be um, another level of what we're trying to achieve before, you know, there's always an excuse. And that's what it was, always an excuse. There was always something more to need to make sure that doing something really scary um, could be a bit more comfortable. And then so part three of this is commit to doing it anyway. 
And so I'm really grateful that my level of commitment was quite high. And I have been committed to living this dream since 2015. Um, and I know that, that, you know, for some people, it, it might take a while to have that level of commitment. You know, I would have gone straight away in 2016 if I could have. Uh, and I mean, don't get me wrong, probably could have. Could have, like, you know, got a divorce and run away with the kids. <laughs> and so there were things to take into consideration there, you know, like the fact that, you know, we have a really good relationship and uh, we wanted to do this together. I could have probably put the ultimatum out there and said, I'll go if you don't come with me. And then it would have been a really awful trip around the world because the blame would have come back to me every time anything was remotely looking like it was going to go wrong. Um, and that would have been really hellish to travel with. So I guess, you know, committing to doing it anyway, especially if you're a family, it, it takes two people to be on board and that's both the adults. If they're not both on board, then you've got to start planting some seeds if you're like me. So I planted a lot of seeds and um, put ideas into the mind and planted, you know, personal development thoughts and planted a business seed and you know watched that help to grow my husband and so he actually did a talk the other day um, about how starting a business actually transformed our relationship because it did you know it truly did um, and that was part of my commitment though because I was committed to my marriage as much as I was committed to taking my family around the world for me it probably would have been really hollow like a really hollow success if, if I had to leave my marriage and travel the world on my own with kids because I would have felt like that was a bit of a disappointment to myself um, however I guess if you are in a really unfulfilling kind of marriage or relationship or something like that then that's something you've really got to consider because I mean you know all in all that it's something that I've picked up in some of my coaching that I've been receiving is there's not really a not right or wrong and I actually say that about a lot of things anyway um, because you know, even like looking at the world that we're in right now, there's no right answer, there's no wrong answer. There's just everyone arguing about their perception of what they believe is to be right or wrong. Um, and no one really knows. And so I guess, you know, part of that commitment for me was I was committed to my family, I was committed to my marriage, and I was committed to my dreams. So for me, it, it took a little bit longer than I wanted it to take, and sometimes it was frustrating, but I was planting those seeds to make it happen. And uh, it was well worth it. I mean, if I had been in a different relationship with a person who uh, maybe I didn't have that respect or that knowledge that I was learning something from, maybe I would have a different outcome. I don't know. Um, you know, and in my past, I have had one of those kinds of relationships where I did have to up and leave in the end because that was my freedom. You know, it was going to stop me from living the life that I'm living now. And I always think, thank goodness I was courageous enough to walk away from that. Um, so committing to doing it anyway, you know, that's a huge thing. Once you commit to it, you lock it in and you look at it all the time. Like I'm talking every other day, if not every day, every week you're looking at it and figuring out a way to make it happen. And number four is actually taking the plunge. So it's one thing to be committed um, and it's a whole nother thing to actually push the button on it or do it, you know, making it happen. And I can't ever forget the moment, you know, where we got to push the button on our dream and it was in October 2019 
and I had just spent you know the whole year of 2019 my word was freedom for that year and so I'd been cultivating real inner freedom I actually felt really free and so I took the kids and I we jumped in the car we did a road trip um, a thousand k's up the countryside from central coast up to gold coast and um, I felt really free and it was in that time when I felt really free that my husband said yeah let's let's book the tickets let's do it and we jumped on to Singapore Airlines and there was enough um, seats because obviously we've got five of us and we were booking with air points to get business class seats um, there were enough point enough points in the balance and there was enough seats left for us to travel and we only had two days to choose from and when that two days turned to one day to choose from we booked it and it was an amazing feeling it felt amazing and then I guess the, the last part of the facts model that I've chucked in there is is survive and share your success your story what lessons you learned along the way your wisdom because the thing is right we've gone and done something that a lot of people dream about doing and never ever do or they dream about doing and then they have all these intentions to maybe do something like it when they retire or when their kids get older or you know there's all these things that they've got to wait for and the the most important part for me now is sharing what I'm learning along the way because if I don't share it maybe I won't motivate another person to just push the button you know um for me it's been an incredible experience I wouldn't take it back for the world in, in all honesty I wish I didn't wait this long you know this dream was born in 2010 and I didn't commit to it until 2015 but in 2010 I had said that I wanted to travel the world by 2020 with my kids and here we are 2021 obviously 2020 we were traveling with my kids and so when that memory popped up in Facebook can't even tell you the amount of joy that I felt I had put that dream in writing in August 2010 and in August 2020 when that popped up it felt amazing I really really buzzed out at it because it was just amazing and the only thing I could think of was that you know back then my perception was that my kids would be a great age at like 11 or 12 13 those ages I felt were going to be the best ages to travel and in the reality far out I wish I'd done it younger because my four-year-old's here and he's absolutely just getting the most out of this because he wants to come to everything and um, when we say let's go here he never says no can't tell you the same of the big kids whenever we go anywhere it's usually like a hody hum 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 we want to stay home um, but you know it's they're still learning you know they're learning in their environment and you know I just wish we had done it sooner I really do I wish we had had the courage to push that button and take that action sooner so I guess this is that's a wrap on number two episode number two for fearless free and fulfilled um, I'm really excited for what we've got ahead I've got a couple of interviews that I'm going to do in the future I'm not sure whether they'll be with me next week or the week after but um, I'm looking forward to sharing those with you if you have got questions or if there is a topic that you'd like me to share or if you can see yourself as a guest connect with me online uh, you can find me on Instagram so instagram.com forward slash world travel ambitions 
and um, we can make a time to talk because I would love to connect and I would love to share your story if you've done something that's incredibly bold and courageous um, and, and something that shows people you know that living a different life is, is not impossible, it can be done and that's really important to me. I think fulfillment is it comes from doing those courageous things. You you won't be in a space of fulfillment if you can't first step through those fears. So um, I'd love to connect with you. Also, we have just put together a mighty network. It's very, very new. So if you'd like to be one of our first members, I'll pop a link in the episode details and you'd be welcome to join us if you're really interested in living a, a really I guess what we're calling it a next level lifestyle. So thank you so much for listening today. My name is Melissa A. Whittingy. You're listening to Living Fearlessly Free and Fulfilled. And I look forward to coming again and talking to you very soon, probably next week um, on episode number three. Take care.